Hi, everyone. Welcome to Joshua Live. I'm Gary Temple Bodley. Ten years ago today, I finished A Perception of Reality. It's been an amazing ride those 10 years. So much has happened. That book is the foundation of it all. And amazingly enough, it's everything that Joshua has said in all the Joshua Lives, all the events, all the channeling, all the other writings. It's all based in that book. That book is just amazing. It's probably one of my favorite books of all time. And the audiobook is even better. That was read by Jackie Seiden a couple of years ago, and that's on the website. So if you like the book for free, just visit the website at theteachingsofjoshua.com, click on books, and at checkout, use the coupon code GARYFREE, all lowercase, and you can download it right there. All right, we're going to have two massive, fun, incredible retreats coming up, one in Orlando in March and one here at the Joshua House in North Carolina in May. You can check out those also at the um, website and just click on Work with Joshua and click on Events. You'll see it there. If you have any questions, send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com. All right, enjoy this episode, which just happens to be titled A Perception of Reality. We are thrilled to be here. Hello, Joshua. Hi, Joshua. We'd like to start off today and talk about a subject that you're all interested in, a subject that has captured the imagination of your planet and everyone on it, who is thinking in a new way, who is rising in perspective, who is rising in vibration. And this is the subject of the law of attraction. The law of attraction is simply you match whatever your vibration is to whatever is a match to your vibration at the time, at the place, when it's perfect for you to have experiences that will give you the opportunity to shift your perspective even higher. Well, you might think that if I'm vibrating at a low level, I'm going to attract things that I do not want, things that are bad, things that are wrong, things that are not working out for me, things I do not prefer. Well, you could look at it that way, but the only way you could see that is from the limited perspective. If you had a higher perspective, no matter what was happening, you would know that through the law of attraction, you are getting what you need to get at the perfect time with all the cooperative components, including the people. If you see it as a bad event, well, you're looking at it from the perspective of the victim, meaning you think outside conditions and other people can make you feel something. Well, since you are the creator of your reality, the law of attraction is just showing you your perspective. How much do you think you are the creator of your reality? How much do you believe it? Do you really see how things are working out for you? Do you really see how our events are shaped and molded and orchestrated for your benefit? What is that benefit? Or is it something that you fear? Something you think is wrong? Something you wish would not happen? Are you perceiving that you could lose something? That you could make a mistake? that other people could do things to you? Well, if you do, you're just shifting your perspective in a way that is corresponding to what's going on outside of you. Most humans are doing this by default. They firmly believe that certain things are wrong or bad. They firmly believe that they need to protect themselves from those things that are wrong or bad. They have to pay attention to the news because if you're not paying attention to the news, how are you going to protect yourself from things that are wrong or bad? They are focusing generally on what they fear, hoping, praying, wishing 
They can keep those things away. They're not understanding how the system works. And so because they have limiting beliefs, they are attracting events that point out those limiting beliefs. We call them manifestation events. Manifestation events are gifts from the universe because without them, you could not know where your perspective lies. You could not know what limiting beliefs you're holding on to. You could not know your perspective or even shift that perspective. You're living by default, believing that what you believe is true. We come along and say, the law of attraction is coming to you to benefit you, always, to give you what you need, always, to give you the opportunity to see things in a new way, to shift your perspective. You can shift it or not shift it. Now, those of your community, your friends, your family, those people who are living as victims will interpret through the events and conditions and people that their limiting beliefs are true because the event shows them they're true. I don't want this thing bad to happen to me. It happened to me. Therefore, my belief about this bad thing is true or this belief about myself is true. And therefore, their limiting beliefs grow stronger and stronger and stronger. The only reason the event happened in the first place was just to point out the limiting belief so that they could do something about it. They could prove to themselves that belief was simply not true. That belief was simply not serving them. That belief was the cause of the negative emotion. Without that belief, they could not feel negative emotion. They could not perceive the thing as wrong or bad. So what would you like to do? Would you like to control all the conditions? Or would you like to take a look at your beliefs? If you thought that your beliefs were true, then you would correspond those beliefs to what was happening, and you would live your life in that limited perspective without any possibility of change or growth or expansion in what you would call a positive manner. However, if you realize that none of your beliefs are true, that nothing you were taught in school was accurate, that what you think about yourself is a limited version of this magnificent being that you are. And if none of these beliefs are true, then the events that point out the ones that are the least true, the most limiting, are the ones that are likely to come quickest, fastest, and easiest. First, they'll start off subtly. You'll attract a thought. The law of attraction brings you a thought that causes you to feel negative emotion. You judge something or think it's wrong or bad or wish it was different. Oh, you're looking at it from a perspective of the victim. From the perspective of the creator, you could never think it was wrong or bad. You would not judge it. Therefore, in this instance, with this tiny little thought, you get the gift of understanding a belief system that's inaccurate. If you don't pay attention to that, that's okay. The law of attraction will bring you Maybe another thought, maybe an interaction, maybe a little tiny event that doesn't cause too much duress. But if you ignore those and continue on holding on to those beliefs that do not serve you, 
Well, the law of attraction will bring you another event. Maybe this time, what you would consider a larger event, more obvious. Doesn't that make sense? If you're not paying attention to the thoughts or the minor events, if you're holding on to limiting beliefs, well, in order to get your attention, wouldn't it make sense that you would be thrust into an experience that would get your attention? And if it got your attention, then you could see it, do something about it, prove to yourself that it's not true by finding evidence in your life or the lives of others that proves that belief is not true. But if you prove that belief is not true, you can no longer protect yourself because now you must recognize that if a bad thing happens, it's based in the belief, not what it is. It is not bad because what? There is no bad or wrong anywhere in this universe. Everything is right. We would go so far to say everything is perfect. Now imagine holding on to that perspective. Everything is perfect. So if this event happens, then it must be perfect. Can I control the event? Can I change the event? Can I wish it away? Can I do something like act on an urge to control it or change it or separate myself from it or the people involved? Well, you can try, but because you're holding onto that belief, the law of attraction will bring you more experiences to show you that limiting belief. Now, if you listen to us for a little while, and if you want to feel better, which is why all of you are here, then there's only one thing to do, is to recognize the events pointing out a limiting belief. You didn't do anything wrong. Nothing bad is happening. You've been given a gift, a gift of an experience orchestrated by the universe, by your guides and supporters, by your inner self, by source itself, to put you in a context where you can suddenly see this limiting belief that is not serving you. Why is it not serving you? Well, you're all limitless beings, whether you're on this call now or listening to a limited date or anyone on earth. If you're a human, you're a limitless being. You can't remember it. It doesn't feel that way. You've thrust yourself into an environment of perceived limitation. But that is an illusion. To get to understand your power is to move towards a state of limitlessness, freedom, abundance. Being, having, and doing everything you truly want, moving on your journey of self-discovery, connecting to your inner self, connecting to your friends and family, connecting to your entire reality. More connection, more connection, more connection, more connection. What limits you from this unimaginable life? A slew of limiting beliefs. Do you blame others for giving you these limiting beliefs? No, they served you. You wanted to come in. You wanted to adopt a bunch of limiting beliefs. You wanted to create a trajectory that would move you towards feeling better. You wanted to find this information. And you wanted to realize that the only thing that's holding you back from everything you truly want from this unimaginable life is a set of beliefs that's not true, a mental construct that's not true, a perspective that's simply limited. As you process limiting beliefs, as you analyze them and find evidence to prove they're false, 
you slowly whittle away these beliefs. You make them less powerful in your life. You stop giving them power. The average human who doesn't understand this is giving more and more and more power to their limiting beliefs as they have more experiences or as they grow older. And you might find them retreating away from their life, living smaller and smaller and smaller lives. Well, that's not really the unimaginable life that you signed up for. You want to lean in. You want to do the work. You want to push past your fear. You want to face those fears. You want to process limiting beliefs. You want to endeavor to discover who you truly are. You are not the person you think you are. You are so much more, and you want to discover that version of you, the non-physical version of you. The non-physical version of you is ready, willing, and able to flow through you as long as you can see yourself from a high enough perspective. To get there, you'll have to whittle away your limiting beliefs. You'll have to understand those beliefs are simply not true, and you do not want to carry them or give them any more energy. You want to focus on your life from a perspective which you are learning, that you are the creator, and that things are happening for you. There's no wrong in this universe. You've never made a mistake. You've never made a wrong choice or decision or taken an inappropriate action ever. You've always abided by your perspective. As you shift your perspective higher and higher and higher, you have access now to higher quality thoughts, decisions, choices, and actions. What you want to do is realize that you are completely supported and guided in every moment. You found this information. We're here for you, just as your inner self is and your guides and supporters are and source is. In fact, the entire universe is here for you, serving you in every moment through this wonderful law, the law of attraction. And with that, we'd like to talk to you about anything you'd like to talk about. Who'd like to start? I have a question. Jamie. Hello. So, uh, so I know you've mentioned that our higher selves uh, use only a fraction of its consciousness to express itself in the physical. And uh, you've also mentioned, you know, the higher self is here for expansion, right? So if both of those things are true, is it also true that our higher selves could sometimes, let's say, use more than one fraction of itself to express itself in multiple physical bodies during the same lifetime to get more expansion? So for example, could there be a Jamie number two that exists right now in let's say Bulgaria, right? And we share the same higher self and live lives in parallel during the same lifetime. And if so, how would one affect the other? Do we have the same life lessons to learn? Or like if I have a spiritual awakening or inversion, does let's say Bulgarian Jamie also experience this? Can you comment on that? You are all powerful, magnificent, eternal beings existing in the non-physical. When you choose to have a physical experience in any reality, you are choosing to enter into another dimension for some expansion. Those of you who came into the earth reality, this is where most expansion, the most possible expansion occurs because you are a limitless being, very, very, very powerful. You could not be in this earth reality, no human could, without having some massive amount of power. However, you have no agenda from the non-physical. You're in no rush. It doesn't mean anything. 
most of you will choose to bring in one life. You will be able to focus on that one life, and this will be enough, this expansion. Then you'll do it again and again and again. Some of you from the non-physical will choose many lives, between one and, we'll say, quite a few. It doesn't really matter from your non-physical perspective. It's simply, you could use the word preference. Are you interested in that kind of thing? Or would you prefer to have full focus in one specific life? To have full focus in many lives at the same time requires a degree of skill, a degree of experience, and a desire for that. You don't need to expand so greatly in doing it this way. It doesn't really matter. It's just interesting. Now, you will not affect the other life. You will not be in contact with the other life. You will never meet the other life. It will not serve you. However, since everything is happening all at one time, as you raise your perspective in this life, you affect all lives. Now, from your human perspective, you might say, okay, am I affecting my past lives? Am I affecting my concurrent lives? Am I affecting my future lives? Sure, yes, absolutely. But it goes much deeper than that, and there are many layers to it. As you raise your perspective in this life, you help or benefit all of humanity, the mass consciousness of this planet. From your inner self's perspective, this is something that you very much wanted to do because you're a great benefit to humans on Earth, but also to every aspect of non-physical, to source itself. You can't even comprehend that to begin with, but you certainly do all the time. As you shift your perspective higher, you enable the potential perspective shift of every other human who has ever lived. You change the past. You certainly change the timelines going forward. It is of the most benefit. Those of you now who are doing this work, who are actively looking at yourself from a higher perspective, have generally chosen conditions of your youth that would cause you to perceive yourself from a highly limited perspective. But because you're so powerful, because you have certain innate abilities, because you have very strong intentions, that created a trajectory towards where you are now. From here, if you're willing to continue and pursue the work and allow yourself to see yourself and others from a higher perspective, you'll have a massive shift in perspective in this lifetime that has such a degree of impact on the mass consciousness of the planet and of on your inner self, on every previous life that came before you that exists, on the future timelines that you will jump into, in other realities concurrently, you shift the entire thing massively forward. Now, it doesn't matter if you do or not. There is no end game. You'll never be done. However, it's exciting. It's interesting. And when you shift your perspective higher, you access ideas. 
that could never have come in because no human had ever existed at that high perspective before. You ask questions such as this. This answer is unique to humanity. Those who actually hear what we're saying after listening to this a few dozen times will start to get something here and be able to shift their perspective just from the answer to this question, which has never been asked before. You brought that into physical reality. And you are all doing this to some extent all the time. You're unlocking little capsules of ideas and information that we have no access to because we don't have desires. We can't possibly become the vibrational match to that which does not exist yet. You can because you have desires and you are reaching forward and reaching higher and reaching to new levels. We have no need to reach. We have no possible way of reaching. And this is why physical reality is so beneficial to the entire system. Without a physical reality, no new idea could come through. So physical reality interacts and is intertwined with the non-physical. So the non-physical can expand as the physical expands. As you reach new heights in perspective and, and attract and receive new ideas and new inventions and new thoughts and new communication and, and new philosophies, we get them instantly. You see, you ask the question, it comes instantly to us. We're seeing all these ideas flowing around, popping around, and it gives us more to talk about, more to discuss, more to guide you with. And then as you become a vibrational match to these things, which we are guiding you towards, and your inner self is guiding you towards the entire non-physical, entire universe itself is guiding you towards the vibrational match, these ideas that are the product of your questions and your desires, then they become manifest in your life as well. They become the unimaginable. The issue is that there is a lot going on in physical reality. And most humans are only thinking about that which is already here. I would like a yacht. I would like a private jet. I would like to be famous. I would like to be a celebrity. I would like a lot of money. I would like a big house. I'd like freedom due to certain outside conditions. I would like comfort and ease and security. All of these wants are based in a limited perspective. And so the same old thing keeps manifesting and manifesting, and no one is ever satisfied by it. No amount of money will make you feel secure, for instance, if you do not feel secure now. You might use an excuse to feel secure for a little while, but the nagging insecurity will creep on in with some other subject. We propose another idea. There are experiences happening now on Earth that have never happened before that no one could have planned for, set a goal for, dreamed of, imagined. We call this the unimaginable. Now, what is the benefit of any experience that you have? Well, let's imagine that you spend 20 years efforting and struggling in a career to manifest some lifestyle or some amount of money, and you manifest that and you feel nothing from it. This is the feeling reality, remember. The only thing that is going on here is feelings. You worked all that time. You put in the hours. You sacrificed. You could have been doing something else you were passionate about. 
And you get to this point where you have, yippee, I have a million dollars in the bank, but you do not feel any satisfaction. And you look back and you say, that probably wasn't the way. That probably was just picking off a box that I saw someone else do. And I had imagined that once I arrived there, I'd feel good. I imagined the conditions of that million dollars would make me feel good. And maybe it did for a few minutes, but pretty soon you were onto something else or you were worried about losing it or something else was happening because the outside conditions cannot make you feel anything. And so all this control that you have, which you have a great deal of control compared to those of you who lived a hundred years ago, it doesn't amount to anything because you're still controlling conditions and you're noticing how you feel has nothing to do with these things. Now, Instead, you do not effort, you do not struggle, you raise your perspective of yourself, meaning I see myself as the creator of my reality. I understand that there is no wrong or bad anywhere in this reality, and that I have beliefs that are not true. Process those beliefs. I prove to myself that the limiting ones are false and the empowering ones are more true. I alter my mental construct and I allow in experiences to surprise and delight me. And along the way, something unimaginable happens. I created an experience that no other human on earth has ever experienced before. This is something I couldn't have planned for. This is beyond anything I could imagine. That must be an indication that I am the creator of my reality. And when you take note of that, and when you experience that, and when you validate your high perspective through the manifestation and the law of attraction, bringing you an experience that no other human has ever had before, you now see that you are the creator of your reality. And this shifts your perspective even higher. As you see yourself as the creator of reality, you drop a lifeline to others who are within proximity to that vibration or that perspective, and they can grasp these concepts as well and these ideas as well and listen to these teachings as well. You might be inspired to actually do what you've been doing and share it with your friends. But even if you weren't specifically doing that, you cause a ripple based in a shift in perspective where unbeknownst to you, others find this because they attract the same thoughts that you had attracted and brought in for the non-physical. If you had ever seen that two inventions or two movies or two songs very similar were created at the same time on the other side of the planet, you know what this means. Somebody became a vibrational match to this invention, may not have been the inventor, just someone who thought, wow, wouldn't it be neat to have this thing? And then suddenly three or four inventors around the world get the same idea at the same time. They did not manufacture the thought at the same time. They attracted the idea at the same time. And as you shift your perspective, you are literally bringing in inventions and songs and ideas that are flowing into this reality available to those who reach them. Maybe not today, maybe in a year from now or a few years from now, as more and more and more people awaken, they start to come online 
and receive thoughts and inspiration that will lead them where they intended to go. But as long as they're holding onto a box, I want this thing that I lack, they're going to miss the boat because it's never been about changing and controlling conditions. Well, it's an interesting thing that you've all come in this time where your technology is such that you have more control than you ever had. If you want something, you order it. It's easy to manifest. If you want to move, you can move easily. If you want to travel, you can travel easily. If you want to call someone, you can call someone easily. You can get what you want pretty easily. But then it gets into this belief system that all I have to do is have more control and I'll have more of what I lack. Turns out that's false. Can't work. Because amongst that are emotionally sensitive people who are riddled with doubt and insecurity and wishing and hoping and dreaming that things would be better. If they had comparison, if they had context, if they had experienced a life 100 years ago, they would be blown away by how spectacular, abundant, and free their life is now. They don't have that context. And so they carry on the way they've been taught and the way that others have taught them to go through life doing hard work, doing what you don't want to do, and wishing and hoping and dreaming that somehow, some way, a prince will come along and put your slipper on your foot, and then you'll be happy ever after. How about this? How about shift your perspective? So you don't need a prince. You don't need some random lucky accident coming to save you that you are the creator of this reality. And the only thing that's ever happening is the law of attraction is abiding by the vibrations you're offering and the intentions you set prior to your birth. The intentions you set prior to your birth were one thing and one thing only. Expand in this experience in joy. Joy means any feeling above that emotional horizon line. Curiosity, interest, excitement, exhilaration, what have you. High perspective. Joy means high perspective. I want to expand in a high perspective to reach higher perspectives. Because from the highest perspective, I see more clearly. And what I see more clearly is that nothing is accomplished through fear or control or feeling negative emotion. When I see more clearly, I realize that my emotions have always been guidance. I realize that everything is working out. I realize that there is no bad or wrong or good or right, that everything is neutral, and I make judgment calls and create context. Since I'm creating context, I'm the creator of my reality through that context. And if I choose to see it as bad, that's my choice. That's my focus. And that's my experience. If I choose to see it as good and there's benefit in there and there's knowledge and information in there, that's how I create my experience. That's how I create my reality. Now, here's the more interesting thing for those of you who are at the higher levels of clarity who have reached higher perspectives. There is an illusion going on here and the illusion is called separation. If separation is the illusion, then what must be the truth? The truth is oneness. 
Where does oneness exist? In a higher dimension. You can only get out of the illusion of separation by moving up in densities to the next density, which is oneness. Once you get to oneness, you're playing around with, oh, now I see it. There is an illusion. We are all one. And then you create context from there. Pyramids were a way of shifting your perspective. How? Because you climb them. You take 10 steps, you're 10 feet higher, you can see more. Take another 10 steps, you can see more. You know more of what's going on. You know how far that river goes and what's over that hill. You can see more. Perspective elevates your vision, your clarity, and you climb those stairs by making a choice. Now, of course, climbing a set of stairs requires a little bit of work, a little bit of sweat, a little bit of time. But when you get up, what do you get? The gift of clarity. So it's worth it. You're not going to travel to Mexico and go to one of these pyramids and sit there in the bottom and go, oh, that's pretty, and just sit there. You're going to want to climb it. It's going to be worth it. Because when you get to the top, you can see all around. And that's what you're doing here. However, most humans will not want to do that because they have no access to the benefit of climbing that pyramid. They just think it's preposterous. How could I be the creator of my reality? I would not create this reality. You can't see it from the bottom of the pyramid. But once you start climbing those steps, you begin to see it. Oh, that's why that happened. Oh, that led to this and that led to that. And that's why I'm here now. So therefore, those experiences were perfect. Oh, so every experience is helping me climb another step. So therefore, if my intention is to climb to that top of that pyramid, to get to the highest perspective, to understand the illusion is created by separation and all the fear that goes with it, to get out of that fear, I see myself as this reality really is, which is collective oneness. And so whether you come in as one human or a bunch of humans and have a bunch of different experiences, possibly, just possibly, one of you will reach a high perspective. And that will affect the others that came in with you. So you don't have to care about them because if you're the one who's reaching for the highest perspective, you're benefiting all of them and all of mankind and all of the past and all of the future and all of the non-physical. That's the benefit of shifting your perspective. Wonderful. Thank you. Excellent. Who's next? I have a question. Joshua. Michael. Thank you. Can you talk about the dynamics of a relationship between a narcissist and an empath and how the law of attraction put them together? I believe a, a past relationship of mine had narcissistic traits, and I'm certainly not coming from blame or victimization. It's just interesting how there are certain aspects where, from reflection on this for quite some time, that the way I'm processing it is is from a similar vibration or attraction basis that it was 
you know, lack of alignment and self-love and insecurity that attracted us. But it's interesting how two individuals, the behavior is quite different. One is trying to manipulate and the other is trying to fix the other. I'm trying to navigate that. I, I think that's how I'm, I'm interpreting it. But how do you not get in the weeds of like, okay, well, I attracted a narcissist. So am I the narcissist? Or it's it's deeper than that. It's more like going behind the emotions that and seeing past the behavior. Sure. The behavior. You all love labeling everything, but it's quite simple. You exist in illusion of separation with no memory of who you truly are, interacting with those you love more than you could possibly imagine. If you suddenly were in a plane crash together, you would re reunite in the non-physical and you would be so surprised at who you are. You are playing parts for each other. You are having agreements with each other. But in this labeling, narcissist, empath, whatever, there's only really two ways to think about it. Are you thinking more about yourself or are you thinking more about others? Most humans are thinking more about themselves. Most humans are thinking, I need to protect myself. I need to worry about this. I need to be careful. I need to make sure nothing happens. I need this, 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 this. I need all this stuff I lack. Then there are those of you who are moving to another perspective where a predominance of your thoughts are, how do I serve? How can I express love? How can I be authentic? How can I help? How can I move on my journey of self-discovery and spread joy? How can I shift my perspective in a way that will benefit humanity or my friends, my neighbors, my loved ones? How can I receive inspiration that will allow me to do what is in the best interest of all involved? How can I take more action? How can I push past more fear? How can I understand that what other people are going through is their journey that they chose? How can I be non-judgmental and allow them to have whatever experience they're having? Well, that's all you'll ever have to worry about because you're either one or the other. You don't need to be one or the other. It's not better to be in service to self through service to others rather than in service to self through service to self. It doesn't matter. You don't know where it's going, but you're going to make a choice. What do you feel is appropriate for you? Well, if you're noticing that there's an illusion of separation and the conclusion of that illusion, the truth is that you are all one. And if you are starting to realize that you're the creator of your reality, then you lack nothing ever. Everything that you want, truly want, is available to you and present when you need it. If you don't need it, it need not manifest. Therefore, you don't need anything from others. There'd be no reason to manipulate anyone. Unless you were experimenting with a possible plan of action that would help you shift your perspective more quickly or more effectively. But none of you on this call or listening to a later date would think that was the way that was most appropriate for you and your soul's progression. 
you are generally moving towards more oneness. And then the illusion is slipping away. So you don't really think that you are this victim, that you lack anything, that you have no power. You don't really think that you need to protect yourself anymore. You don't really think you're alone in this. You start seeing yourself for the powerful being that you are, and you're receiving guidance in the form of inspiration, intuition, and direct communication. You start noticing the guidance. You start realizing, I don't need to change that person. I don't need to change myself. I don't need to change the relationship. I don't need to get out of the relationship. I don't need anything to be different than it is. And in a state of acceptance, you'll get inspiration. That's it. One small idea. You take action, and that's going to lead you to experience that's going to have information within that experience that will shift your mental construct and how you see yourself, and you will generally rise to another level. If that person is going to come along, or if you still need them to show you your limiting beliefs or to show you your limitations, they will come with you. If you don't need them any longer, you'll have a new mental construct and you will take an action that will go to the next level where you will beat someone else. That other person is also in agreement and you will work with them consciously or not. And each of you will shift your perspective. Now, generally we would like to say here that for all of you on this call now, and all of you who are listening to this information, whenever you're listening to it, that you are very, very, very powerful, magnificent, massive, experienced, non-physical presences, souls. And you are coming to have an impact in this reality. You are coming not to change anything or fix anything or do anything. You're coming to have simply an impact. That impact is a massive shift in perspective over one lifetime. In that massive shift in perspective, you'll unlock new ideas and you'll unlock new awarenesses and you'll come closer and closer and closer to oneness and fear will start to drop away. The illusion will become obvious. All the control, all the need to protect yourself will be meaningless. You will not hold on to it anymore. It'll drop away. All the work that you're doing and the courses you're taking and the activations are helping you drop that away so that you can see yourself more clearly and that your beliefs can be open to what's actually going on here instead of closed to what you think you know about physical reality. Anyone who exists in your life, who's come into that life, has had a non-physical agreement with you. They wanted to play a role in your life. They wanted to live a life that you might consider not a very pleasant life just to be in proximity to you and just to be of service to you because you will be of service to them as well. As you shift your perspective, remember, you shift those around you and the entire mass consciousness of this planet as well as the non-physical. So for those of you that came to have this massive impact in this lifetime, your parents, your friends, your family, your significant others have all come in. Now, some of them were just going to be in proximity to you and bump into you to just have a little bit of that effect, 
witnessing it from the human perspective, that's very powerful. That example that you can offer and that you will offer going forward is more meaningful and powerful than you can possibly imagine. So when you start to label somebody, it's generally a judgment of it. When you start to label yourself, it's generally a judgment of it. When you call yourselves empathic, what you're simply doing is acknowledging your emotional sensitivity. If you're listening to this now, if you're interested in this information, if you're moving on this trajectory to a higher perspective, you chose to come in highly emotionally sensitive because it's a superpower and it's necessary for you to create the trajectory that would lead you to this information and cause you to move forward through some practice or some participation, some community, some friends you can talk to, some books you can read, some activities you can do, some processing and tools that you can use. They supported you because without them, you would not have birth desires that would have caused the trajectory, brought in the inspiration, and moved you to this moment in time asking this question. So now you can let them off the hook because they have served you. And you can appreciate them. And you can not blame them for being different or callous because they do not have the emotional sensitivity and they do not have the perspective. They do not have the information. They couldn't be anything differently until you became different. And once you become different, then the agreement is concluded. And you can each go on your way in love and support. This is the new paradigm. No longer, from this point forward, will you separate yourself from another person in your life. You may not have the same relationship. You may not be in the same proximity. But you will continue to express love and appreciation, gratitude for the presence, or at least for their past, helping you in that relationship. And you will maintain, from your perspective, love for them. They may be honorary. They may be upset, whatever it has to do. They may go on and conclude their life resenting you for what happened. But that agreement's over because you are existing in the state right now of appreciation and gratitude for that person and their role in your life. Going forward, you will connect and connect, connect, but you will not take anything so seriously. You will just be you without the judgment that goes along with most relationships. The ones that are close and important to you, you'll be flooded with inspiration to serve that person, to do wonderful, fun things for them without needing anything in return. And you will adopt a radical new approach to relationships of all kinds. Sure, certain relationships, many of you, because your parents really served you in this life, will have a difficult time connecting to them because you really care about their opinions of you and you wish and hope and pray that they would just accept you as you've always longed for. That's not their role. Their role is to keep you going, keep you going. May you get there, maybe you will. When they transition non-physical, certainly you will. You don't need to fix that relationship because the relationship is not broken, it's perfect. 
The same is true with all of your other relationships that are current now and in the past. They were all perfect. As you start to see this from a higher perspective, you do more to connect to your own reality because all of that is you. Now, you don't understand it's you. You think that other person is someone else. We'll try to give you an analogy. It's difficult from your perspective to understand it, but we like this snow globe. Let's say you're inside a snow globe. Everything in that snow globe is you. It's all you. The little house, the snowflakes, the tree, the snowman, all you. As your snow globe touches another snow globe, you see what's inside that snow globe from a pretty obscured perspective. You got to look through your curved glass into their curved glass, and you just imagine that their snow globe is just like your snow globe, but you can't really see what's in there. And so that touching of the two snow globes, the little circle that you can see, that's still you because it's inside your snow globe. You're just projecting it onto the person who's in the other snow globe. And you're pretending that that's exactly the same. And so you're interacting with this reflection of you as if it's the other person. And they're doing the same thing concurrently. So you never really understand their perspective and they don't understand your perspective and you don't really know where this is supposed to go, but you have an ideal, an ideal that was given to you in fairy tales and nursery rhymes and books and movies of how it should be. But can you imagine that? You can't possibly feel what they're feeling. You can't possibly see what they're seeing or know what they know or have the beliefs that they have or understand their beliefs or their perspective. All you can do is endeavor to hope and see that, but you can't because it's obscured. But what you can see, that little tiny circle, that's just you as well. And it's just reflecting back to you. So don't take it seriously. Don't take it personally. Just know if you're upset by something that someone else is doing or how they're being, it's your perspective of them. It's you. It has nothing to do with them whatsoever. And when that relationship is no longer necessary or when you can see it more accurately from a higher perspective, it will evolve. It will change. It will continue or not. But you'll move on because you've done one thing. You've endeavored to shift your own perspective without needing them to change one iota. And that's how you live happily ever after. Wonderful. Who's next? We know it's going to be Mina. Right, Joshua. Actually, I'd like to go back to the initial subject. Um, I recently, uh, last year, did a, a course that the late Bert Goldman put together on quantum jumping. And I absolutely loved the course. And uh, I can't tell you how it changed my perspective on so many different things. Can you maybe say a little bit more about quantum jumping and jumping into your doppelganger in another dimension, doing doing the things that you would love to do in this dimension? You perceive that your perspective is local, confined to what you can see through your eyes, what you hear through your ears, where your proximity is on the planet. You might be in your house. You might be in your office. You might be at the movie theater. 
you are giving all these things definitions and you think you are moving from one to the other. You've never moved. You've perceived that you've moved, but you're believing that the outside is real. Okay. How does it benefit you to imagine that there is nothing out there that is all in here? Well, it could be overwhelming, but generally from where you all are now, that if you understand that this is all an illusion, that this is all your creation, that that color on the wall that you call blue is completely different to everyone else, that it is completely made up, that it is unique to you, and that it is absolutely meaningless. You might say, I like that color. Great. That's up to you. You can do all these things that you think you're doing on the outside condition, on the outside structures, on the context of your reality, but it's all happening on the inside. Now, when you realize this, when the idea of quantum jumping comes to you, you realize you are not limited by those conditions that you believe are real at all. When you understand that you are the creator of your reality in context, there's nothing really outside of you and there is nothing going on and that there's nothing really important happening. It's simply an exercise of experience to do one thing and one thing only to shift your perspective. As you shift your perspective, no matter what that is, you'll have access to what? New ideas. Where did they come from? They were jumping out of the non-physical into the physical. You didn't manufacture the idea in your brain. Your brain is not a thought factory. You attracted it. Well, if you can attract an idea, could you attract a physical thing? You have lots of physical things you attract. You think you went out and bought that thing or someone gave it to you as a gift, but you attracted it. The law of attraction brought you exactly what you needed. You might not have preferred it, or you might have preferred it, but that thing did not make you feel anything. That thing showed up as context for you to play with. Maybe it was an heirloom, a family heirloom, and you treasured it, and you had to keep it safe, and you had to protect it, and you had to touch it every day, but you were afraid of it getting stolen. That's context. This thing jumped into your reality. It was literally manifested out of thin air. Now, you have a trail. Well, my grandmother bought that and when she was on a shopping trip in Memphis and they remember going into this jewelry store. That's all a tall tale. This is just a thing that's coming into your reality that has some context to you. Now, if that thing just jumped into your reality, could you have an experience the same way? Could you manifest an experience? Sure, you've manifested all the experiences you've ever had. They've all come to you for one reason and one reason only, to show you who you are, to help you see yourself more truly so that you can shift your perspective. As you shift your perspective higher and higher and higher, you have more experiences. But guess what? There's the illusion of separation that causes fear. So you don't want to have a lot of experiences because you don't know how it's going to turn out. It could turn out where you have negative emotion. You don't want to have negative emotion because you're highly emotionally sensitive. So you do not act when you're inspired to act. That's okay. 
you do not act a lot of times when you're receiving an urge because you're in fear. That's fine too. Not to act on an urge is great. And if you don't act on an inspiration, you'll get more inspiration. But how about this? If you understand you're the creator of your reality, if you understand that all experiences are coming to you to help elevate your perspective, if you understand that a perspective shift is what you want, if you realize that as you lift your perspective, you encounter unimaginable things and experiences that quantum jump into your reality. If you care about this, if this is a goal, then you're not a vibrational match to this idea. If you think this is just for fun, that the whole universe is set up to surprise and delight you, that you're perfect as you are, so you don't need to change anything about yourself at all to get what you want. That acceptance of yourself, of everyone else, of the conditions, is the platform for quantum jumping. The platform is acceptance, because acceptance elevates your frequency. Now, the trick about quantum jumping is you do not want to jump. You want to allow the law of attraction to do the jumping. You might interpret that you're jumping, but just as you're looking in your computer right now, this is all materialized based in your perspective. When you quantum jump physically into another dimension, it's just different context. It's the same nothingness, just rearranged to look different. And the only reason is to surprise and delight you. When you are surprised and delighted, you suddenly realize that this entire universe is set up as your playground and you're a powerful being. When you perceive that you lack anything or that you need to do something or you need to be different than you are or things should be different than you are, you are not understanding how this works. And so the law of attraction brings you that kind of context flat in your face so that you can't see it. Because you're emotionally sensitive, though, you say, ew, that didn't feel good. I'm not going to change those conditions. I'm going to change this mental construct. And as I elevate this mental construct, more unimaginable things will happen. But you have a level of fear. So it's not going to get too weird. Because if it got too weird, you'd be scared. Imagine that pyramid went up not just 100 feet, but went up a mile. You start climbing a ladder. You could go to the top of that and have the most incredible view. But it'd be scary up there. So it's only for the brave. The fear checks your perspective. Now, you have some fears in some areas where you live a li limited experience compared to other areas where you have a high perspective and you have more magnificent, unimaginable events happening. What you want to do is spread them out, even them out. You want to look at where your life isn't spectacular and say, what are my fears? What are my limiting beliefs? Why am I holding myself back in that area? Why isn't that area as spectacular as this area? How come that's not working as well as this isn't working? To do that requires a deep dive into what you believe about yourself. 
lot of people do not want to take that deep dive. They actually think it's stressful or difficult to take that deep dive. But you all want to be accurate in your assessment of your reality. And to do that, you really have to look at the beliefs that are causing you to see reality one way when there's so much more going on. And that the fear that are triggered by beliefs that is not true is simply limiting you. If you want to have the road paved ahead before you take a step, you're not going to move very far in this lifetime as far as perspective goes. If you want to make everything comfy and easy and you're not willing to do the things you're in fear of doing, knowing that those things will lead to experiences that will open up your life in magnificent ways, but you're afraid of rejection or what will they think or possible negative emotion. If you're afraid of negative emotion, you are believing in your limitations. That's going to cause inner conflict. If you're holding on to any of these things, you are not going to leap. You're not going to jump. And we don't care where you think you're jumping. Whether you're jumping into another relationship or a better job or a nicer house or another dimension, it's all the same thing. It's all the same thing. How high can you go? You can go as high as your perspective will allow. Because as you raise up in perspective, you cannot hold on to limiting beliefs. So they will be shown to you in manifestation events. You want to get to the point where you want to see any limiting belief, any aspect of your identity that you're using as your excuse for why other people like, love, and respect you. It is so limiting, but you can't see it from a limited perspective. That's why those in great fear have very solid identities, are very protective of those identities, and will lash out at any sign of disrespect. Those who are at higher perspectives cannot get upset. Do not hold on to identity or allowing that identity to expand. And as it expands, guess what happens? It's filled with your inner self. That's where the power is. That's where you all want to go. That's the unimaginable. And that's the benefit of doing the work to shift your own perspective. You're all doing amazing. You're all following your path. You're all pushing past fear. You're all receiving inspiration. And you're all considering that you could possibly be the creators of your reality. And with that, we are complete. Thank you so much. Thank you, Joshua. Joshua. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, everyone. Have a happy weekend. That episode, which I didn't even realize was going to correspond to the 10th anniversary of the completion of a perception of reality, was all about a perception of reality. Your perception of reality is how reality is created. You raise your perspective, you're going to enjoy reality a lot more. And to commemorate 10 years, I'm giving the book for free to anyone who wants it. Just use the coupon code Gary Free. You can give it to your friends. doesn't matter. Spread it around. It's a great book. It's a great audio book. I know you'll enjoy it. Also, check out our two retreats coming up. We have some spots available for both of them. One, we rented this gigantic big house in Orlando. 
in March, and one is here at the Joshua House in May. And I hope to see you here. All right. If you have any questions for me, just send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com. Do your best to share this podcast with your friends, and we'll see you next time. Bye.